Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. All right, welcome to Save the Cowboy. This is a sick pen for sinners, not a show ring for saints. We say it every single week. We're glad that y'all are here today, and... uh a little chilly this morning, and I am by myself today. Um, I gave Ty the day off, and Mitch has been down in, in the motherland. That's Texas for y'all that aren't, what do you call that, indoctrinated yet? I'm trying. Um, <laughs> no, not Kansas, not Kansas. Uh, but anyway, he's been down there helping a friend of his that... Uh, had a broke collarbone, and he's been working his tail off all week. I don't know how many uh, yearlings he's roped, and so uh, he's down there serving. And that's what Save the Cowboy is all about. Um, Colton, the guy he's helping, sent me a message and said, hey, man, thanks for letting Mitch come down here. I was like, letting him? You know, we were glad to be rid of him. No, not really, not really. I'm joking, I'm joking. Mitch, we love you, we love you. Uh, so anyway... Uh, I wanted to take a moment and uh, say thank you to our Long X Ranch Cowboys. And if you don't know what our Long X Ranch Cowboys are, um, that is kind of an online group that we have. The Long X Ranch Cowboys fully, uh, fully support our ranching endeavors. And uh, it's just the greatest group of people. We've got about 180 of them all across the United States and, and even into uh Canada, eh? And uh, <laughs> I always make fun of them about that. So, uh, anyway, they're a great group of people. They're a great group of people. And um, if you ever want to, you know, maybe take that next step in your faith, that's a great way to do it. Okay. Now, it is subscription based. Okay. And, you know, you can pay whatever you want. Thousand, two thousand, three thousand a month, it doesn't matter to us. Not really. It's like ten to five hundred dollars and you choose. It's not about the money. It's about it's about the fellowship and it's about being part of something bigger than yourselves. And I'll just say we've got a bunch of Long X Ranch Cowboys here, and I know there's a bunch watching that we have a conference call on the ooh, it's tonight. Is it first and third Sunday? Sarah? Okay. That's what I thought. First and third Sundays of the month, and she just tells me when to call. So uh, first and third Sundays of the month, we have a conference call, which are a lot of fun, and you get kind of an insider's look at uh, Save the Cowboy and what's going on. You get to hear from uh, Ty and Mitch and me and uh, some of the other people that are intricately involved. So uh, if you've got any questions about that, uh, you know, talk to Sarah, or she can point you towards one of our other Long X Ranch Cowboys, or come talk to me. I'd be glad to visit with you about it. So, without further ado, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Uh, a couple of years ago, maybe even more than that, uh, Robert was out of town, and so he asked me and Ty to go take care of... Uh, some yearlings that are just right here by the fairgrounds. <clears throat> and, uh, well, they were across the road at this point. So me and Ty went out there to check them, 
and we had to rope one and doctor it. And, you know, Ty's a heck of a roper. I mean, just, he's about as, about as good as they come. And so, anyway, we pulled down our loops, and, you know, we're right along the highway, which is really good because people are driving by. You know, they think you're like Monty Walsh out there. And, you know, you, you want to be impressive when you're roping right along the highway. You know, you don't want to have any misses. And so, anyway, I, I was like, well, Ty, I said, well, I, I'll, since you're older, a lot, lot, lot older, like generations older than I am, you get the first shot. He said some bad words to me, but he agreed to take the shot. And he went up there, and he didn't even come close. <laughs> and, and you don't see that very often. So I, of course, I didn't say anything. I just laughed a lot. But I didn't say anything to him. And I was like, here is my chance. I went up behind it, and I didn't even touch it either. Ty laughed at me. He's built back up, and he's like, let me show you how to do it. Now, we're right along the road, right? People are driving by. He builds to it and misses. You don't see Ty miss twice. So I was like, here's my chance. Got up behind it. Missed again. Four times each. Four times each. I don't even miss four times. And the fact that me and Ty are out there missing eight times combined was one of the funniest things that I've ever... I mean, like, you, know, you would think that you would get mad or anything, but we seriously just belly laughed, because by the time we got it headed, that poor yearling was basically just walking, because <laughs> we had chased it around and around and around and around, but you know, here's the point, okay, here's the point, guys, you don't have to have, you don't have to have it all together, none of us do, sometimes it might appear that way, but none of us have it all together. And I think that a lot of people are either fearful or unwilling or whatever adjective we want to use, that they're not ready, that they're going to make a mistake, whether it be in their Christian life or, or cowboying or anything like that. Look, none of us have it all together. You know, some days, some days you can't miss. And some days... You couldn't touch a five-gallon bucket if you were standing in it. Some days, you look like Monty Walsh. Other days, you look like Monty Python. Did that just prove my age? I think it might have. I don't know who that is. I just heard it. And in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, I'm going to read it out of the Simplified Cowboy Version, but please read along in your Bibles. Paul is talking about this. The guy that wrote two-thirds, two-thirds of the New Testament says this. Now, I ain't put a, lo a loop on all of this yet. For some of it, I haven't even taken down my rope. In other words, what your Bible says is that, you know, he, he doesn't have everything together. He still makes mistakes. 
I mean, here, here's the guy that has seen Jesus personally with his own eyes that writes two-thirds of the New Testament, and he's saying, even I don't have it all together. We're talking about getting ranchy. And I know that y'all that are not in this culture, you know, maybe not understand that, but it's kind of this thing that goes around, you know, you're getting ranchy, and it just means you're doing like cowboy stuff. And, you know, wild and woolly and crazy and Bronx and wild cattle and stuff like that. Well, you know, I think that we need to get ranchy in our faith. And quit using that as an excuse that, that you don't have it all together in your faith. Because you don't have to have it all together to ride for Christ. You don't have to have a certain number of Bible verses memorized. You don't have to know or be able to summarize every book of the Bible. You don't have to pray long prayers that would make the angels weep, okay? You don't have to have any of that. You just got to get out there and do it. Even in the fact that you don't have all of it together. And the secret, the mystery is, none of us do. None of us do. If you want to get ranchy in your faith, you've got to get going. And you've got to stick with it. You've got to get going and you've got to stick with it. So I'd mentioned that, uh, that I'd been roping a lot that summer. And where I'd been roping was, was with Robert out there. And, you know, because Robert had told me one time, he said, you know, you swing a real pretty loop and you can't catch nothing. <laughs> and it was kind of, kind of the truth. And, but, hey, if you look good doing it, who cares, right? Who cares? But uh, he said he was going to help me. I was like, okay. He said, you need to start practicing at the house instead of practicing on live animals. You need to be able to get it done then. He said, go get it done at the house. So I went and I bought a roping dummy. And I got out there. I was salty, guys. Boy, I could. Sounded like a team roper, right? Pulling it, you know, that plastic sound that a rope makes on it. I told, told Robert, I was like, dude, I'm like professional now. So he pulls up to get me one day and he goes, your dummy has horns. It's a roping dummy. He goes, our cattle don't have horns. Saw those horns off. I was like, uh, okay. You can go out to the ranch today and see that roping dummy because it's a brown one that came from Big R and it's got both horns sawed off. But you know what? I was still salty. I told him, I said, dude, I'm like a professional. And so he went out there and took a better look at it, and he goes, there's one problem. I said, what? Well, the way I had mounted it was with the head, you know, like sticking up. So if you run your hand along the back, you would hit the, the head. And so it just kind of caught your rope every time. You just had to throw it out there, and as long as you could hit the back, it would catch on the head and look like a catch. He said, you see that big, it was like a cross tie. He said, you see that cross tie right there? I said, yeah. He said, put it on some legs, and you come tell me whenever you can rope that cross tie. Well, it's smooth all the way. The first time I got that built, it took me 39 loops to catch it. You think it's easy. 
come out. Come out and try it because it's slick. I mean, you have to do it just perfectly because that's the way the back of a cow is. I mean, their head is not going to catch it. If you slide it along the back, it's going to go right off the front. It's really hard to get that tip down and, and to rope cattle without horns. It took me 39 loops to catch the first one. See, you just have to keep moving forward and keep rebuilding your loop no, long, no matter how. You've got to be all in to ride for Jesus. You can't just go out there and throw like, you know, two or three loops and, and whether you catch, whether you miss, and just say, you know what, I'm done. I'm a professional now. I read Matthew. I'm a professional. No, you're not. You just got to be all in. There are no weekend hands in heaven. Think about that. There are no weekend hands in heaven. Only those that gave everything. Not a day or two here and there. God wants us to be all in. And you just have to keep moving forward and keep rebuilding your loop, no matter how long it takes. And even when you catch, you forget about that one and you go get another one. And if you catch or miss, it doesn't matter. You rebuild and you go at it again. The verse I read to you while ago, first, uh, Philippians 3.12, that was only the first half of the verse. Here's the rest of it. Now, I ain't put a loop on all of this yet. For some of it, I haven't even taken down my rope. But I'm already tied on and I've got my eyes on Jesus. Just, or I've got my eye on Jesus just like he had his eye on me. You got your eye on him? I mean, are, are you tied on or, or do you want to just, you know, be able just to look the part and ride out there carrying your rope and you're darn well that you're never going to take a swing. You're not going to try anything. You're going to let somebody else go first and, or, you know, you're going to have a kink in it. And No, and you've got to get out there. You've got to get out there and do something. So, you don't have to have it all together. And you have to keep moving forward. Keep rebuilding your loop, no matter how long it takes. Because if you want to get ranchy in your faith, you've got to get going and you've got to stick with it. So Robert had me go with him two or three times a week. Two or three times a week. He told me that the only way to get better was to rope. And then he said something that just sent chills down my back. And he said, you've got to head every single one of them this summer. I'm not going to head anything. And that puts a lot of pressure on a guy that is learning. But you know what? You don't have to be an expert to get the job done. You don't have to be an expert to get the job done. You don't have to be an expert, but you do have to practice. Okay? You don't have to be an expert, but you do have to practice. You need someone close to you that can guide you, yell at you, make fun of you, encourage you, 
and be there for you in the wreck. Yes, you need somebody with you. But here's the thing, guys. Nobody can do it for you. I can come in here on Sunday mornings or you can follow me on social media or you can join the Long X Ranch Cowboys and I'll give you tips and tricks and hacks and, and I can be encouraging. I can kick you in the Wrangler pockets. We can laugh together. We can cry together. All of that. But here's the thing. I can't do it for you. And not even God's going to make you do it. You have to choose. And listen, you don't have to have it all together. You just keep moving forward and keep rebuilding your loop no matter how long it takes. And you don't have to be an expert to get the job done. Each miss makes you better if you don't wuss out. Think about that. Where are you at in your faith? When is the last time that you kind of felt the Holy Spirit leading you to maybe uh, call somebody or somebody told you that they had a problem and in you know you said oh well I'll, I'll pray for you why don't you pray for them right then why don't you pray with them instead of for them and I know that's scary I know that that's scary but if you don't do it you're never going to do it you've got to pull your rope down you've got to take some swings and yes you're gonna miss I miss all the time I miss all the time and you know what? I've missed so many times, I don't even care anymore. I just rebuild and just go at it again. Because sometimes I catch. Well, that's not true. Most of the time I catch now. Used to, I missed a lot. Roped a few. Now, I rope a lot and miss a few. But it's because I've done it. It's because I got ranchy with my faith. I didn't want to be just this weekend warrior didn't want to be somebody that, that was scared to get out there and do the job. I don't want y'all to be either. But man, I've got my spiritual hot shot right now, and if you don't get out there, I'm going to zap you, okay? And if you're a lady, I'm going to zap you, and then I'm going to point at your husband, okay? And I'm going to throw it at him. You want to get ranchy in your faith? You've got to get going and stick with it. You don't have to be an expert to get the job done. And in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, Paul says, listen, cowboys, it's not that I don't ever miss a shot, but I'm going to be ready when Jesus calls my name. How do I get ready? I forget about all the misses I've made in the past, and I focus on my next shot. Can you do the same? Can you be ready? And just like, how does he get ready? By forgetting about the last miss and focusing on the next shot. But most of the time, in our lives, in our professional lives, in our relationships, and everything like that, what we do is we have a miss and we sit there and dwell on it and we, we're scared to move forward because of that miss. Don't be scared. Even Paul said, listen, cowboys, it's not that I don't ever miss a shot but I'm going to be ready when Jesus calls my name. How do I get ready? I forget about all the misses I've made in the past, and I focus on the next shot. So, 
during this summer intern roping ship. We went out there one day, and I was on Fiona, and we were riding along, and Robert is a little bit ahead of me. And all of a sudden, Robert hears me just, not really screaming, like a manly scream, you know what I mean? Is, is there, you know what I mean? Not like a girly scream, a manly, like a Viking war call, kind of. Not really like that, but kind of. And he turned around in time to see my horse go down. I kind of, really I was a ninja, okay? That's what I did. I did like a backflip and landed on my legs in the ready position. It might be not exactly like that, but real, real close. And Fiona was down. She didn't, we weren't, we were walking. And she didn't step in a hole. She just laid down. Just gave it up. She's like, I'm done. And we hadn't even roped anything that day. And she laid down, and I thought something was the matter with her, right? And so I'm checking her, and Robert, you okay? Because, you know, he didn't really know what had happened. I was like, yeah, I don't know if something's the matter with her. I kid you not, that horse looked at me like this and started eating. Because she had been trying to graze the whole time, and I kept pulling her head up. So she's like, if you're not going to let me lean down there... I'll just lay down, and I mean, she did. She looked up at me like a dog and started munching on You get up. <laughs> so we got up. And it wasn't just a few minutes later we found one that needed to be doctored. I pulled down my rope because it's my job to head everything. And, you know, it, it's a lot different heading out in the pasture where there's trees and there's washes, and it's not an arena. Okay, everything tries to kill you. And I didn't catch on the on the first six shots. I didn't catch on the first six shots. <laughs> and I'll never forget Robert. He's he's like very encouraging. Very encouraging. He said, let's try to get it rope before you kill it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I got it roped. It had laid down and was nearly dead, but no, not really, not really. See, we've got to keep our eye on the goal. Don't stop. Don't get discouraged. And don't ever. Don't ever quit. Don't lay down. Don't, don't get distracted by everything. Keep your eyes on the goal. Don't stop. And don't get discouraged. And in Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, in the Simplified Cowboy Version, Paul says this. I'm running across God's pasture at full stupid so that I can win the prize that is waiting for me in Christ Jesus. I'm running across God's pasture 
at full stupid so that I can win the prize that is waiting for me in Christ Jesus. Are you? Can you honestly look yourself in the face? It's kind of hard. You kind of need a mirror to do that, but you know what I mean. Can you look yourself in the eye and say, you know what, I am giving it my all. Am I giving it my all? Am I riding for Christ at full stupid? Regardless of the consequences, let's get the job done. Let's follow the man and mission of Jesus Christ. I think we all have some work to do, including me. But I think it's time that we all get ranchy in our faith. Let's pull them down. Let's tie on. Let's, let's go full stupid. Every single one of us. Just the, just the 20 that are here this morning. Um, man, if just y'all did it, we'd change this community. And if just some of y'all that are watching online would do it, we'd change our country. And if our country would do it, we could change the world. I think it's time that we all got a little ranchy in our faith. But remember, you do not have to have it all together. Just keep moving forward. You do not have to be an expert and keep your eye on the prize. And let's ride it like we stole it. Full stupid. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, help us to be ready. You won't do it for us, but you can love on us while we give it a shot. Give us all we need to accomplish your goals, and thank you for allowing us to gather and ride for you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.